We are back again uh, at Ask the Masters with uh, one of our favorite guys that we're bringing back. Uh, he has an upcoming article we want to ask him about in Aqua Magazine. And, and more than other, we want to look into his crystal ball and see what does 2021 bring for the pool service. And we know we're all busy. Uh, I, I think a, a quote directly from you, uh, Mr. Brett Abbott, is a work smarter in 2021, not harder. You brought along a friend today. So tell me about this upcoming Aqua Magazine uh, article you've got. And who did you bring with you today? Roger that, Randy. Always a pleasure to be here. And in fact, I'll tell you what, you're not going to hear much from me because I've talked about automation before. And you're right. There's an article coming out in Aqua Magazine. In fact, it just came out yesterday. Uh, it's about automation because remember we had an expert we had Cheryl Hunt on here a while back and uh, she helped explain some of the automation well uh, the article that just came out I, I listed 24 different things that a pool builder could do and I literally just off the top of my head I went boom ba boom ba boom ba boom wrote them down and identified things that could be done but uh, and so it, it, it's absolutely doable but some of that stuff some of it's super easy, like an auto reply when someone fills out a web form, piece of cake. But some of it's a bit trickier. For example, what if you want your prospect to watch a video before they meet with your salesperson? Well, we need some way to track, well, did they watch the video or didn't they? And uh, if they did, good, then I know where they are in the sales cycle. And if they didn't, then I know, okay, I need to remind them to be sure to watch that video. That's a whole different level of sophistication where we're, we're kind of stealth tracking what they're doing uh, without them even knowing it and, and, and managing them. And I don't have that technology. That's beyond me. I'm great at the regular old drip marketing and most of that automation. But if we really want to do the cool stuff where we're kind of monitoring them without them knowing it, you need what they call the cyber funnel system. And that's why I've asked and brought the master of cyber funnels, the founder of cyber funnels, the one and only Mr. Todd Grigorsik. Todd, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you, Brad. Appreciate that. Randy, pleasure to see you again. Uh, Todd's not only smart, but as you can see, he's quite good looking. So, uh. and, and he also started in the pool industry, which is, is interesting because many, many years ago, uh, we, we don't have to go into the story too much, but uh, he ran a, a huge plastering company um, out, of the, out of the Florida market. So he, he's, he's, uh, the pool industry isn't new to him. He's, he's lived you know, and worked and uh, even carried a shovel, I hear, at one point in time. So. That, that's a good point. I, well, why don't you wear precious, Todd? Todd, you don't mind talking about yourself, do you? No, no. My first day in the pool industry was uh, uh, January 1st, 1990, right? So January 1st. January 1st, 1990. I remember it. New Year's Day. That was my introduction into the uh, industry. And I uh, was a, uh, working in a, for a pool service company and uh, did that for a couple of years and then transitioned into some alternative sanitizer manufacturing. Uh, we had produced chlorine generators, bromine generators, and actually patented a device with the help of University of South Florida back in the days. And I think that was around 92, 93. And then uh, from there, we transitioned, we exited that company, uh, sold it, and then transitioned into actually contracting for about 10 years. From about uh, to 1999, all the way up through about 2008. So yeah, yeah, from a lot of different aspects of the swimming pool industry. So we understand heavy, heavy focus on remodeling, as I recall, and didn't you were one of the major players in Florida, as I recall. 
Yeah, yeah, we were uh, doing about 1,200 uh, projects, remodeling projects uh, per year. And uh, we were fortunate to run on that wave of home equity line of credit money that came in from China, as everybody knows, right? So it was really fueling the industry and the demand for our services. So yeah, it was a, it was a nice time and I uh, learned a lot for sure. And it got to operate in the pool industry in a different capacity. Good. I want to ask about CyberFunnel, but I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm stuck. Why are you working on uh, New Year's Day? You know, and, and I'm also thinking, how can you remember that? I can never remember a New Year's Day. Now, maybe I drink too much. Maybe I'm the only guy that drinks on New Year's Eve, but I don't think I can remember a single New Year's Day in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, I think, it, I think it, it burned an impression in my brain you know, as I was out running a full service uh, uh, accounts, thinking, how is it possible that I'm working on the right. thing? Right? So it was a powerful impression. Yes. All right. So tell us why you formed CyberFunnels, because you were you were very successful in the pool industry, and then you sold the company, and then you started getting into uh, uh, the marketing automation, that kind of thing. So how did, can you tell us uh, about CyberFunnels, yeah. where that came from? Oh. Yeah, so we had a rapid change, right, in market conditions uh, back when I was a contractor. So I transitioned, I was primarily at my core, even though I was a manufacturer and a contractor, I was at our core, I was always a marketing guy, mm. right? That was my background and that's what I always um, felt my best skill set was. So we transitioned into an agency. Uh, we partnered with a, um, a group out of the Tampa Bay area. Um, originally it was Diamond Media Group. And then the spinoff of that was Click My Video, which was digital services and digital lead generation. So we started there and we went out, we onboarded some, uh, starting in 2009, some large clients and a network of smaller ones but those relationships, Brett, they always ended the same way. And how those relationships ended was you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the reason that we were fired consistently, it wasn't because we were incompetent or we weren't good at what we were doing. I thought we were really good at what we were doing. But the issue was we were compartmentalized into that lead generation bucket. Right. So we would go out and we would drive leads uh, to our clients. And ultimately, those leads, there's a lot that has to happen downstream from there in order for them to become a new customer for our clients. And we had no control over that, but we were being held accountable and responsible for all of those things we had no control over. So I think that's I, th I think that's one of Dante's 11 levels of help. Right. Where you got. <laughs> No control, but you're, you know, you're being held accountable. That's right. That's good. So, so we, you know, we played that game for about three and a half, four years. Cause you know, we're a quick study, you know, we, <laughs> you know, and we figured out that we had a broken business model and it just, you know, we, it wasn't working out. Right. So we said, look, we either have to fix this or we have to go do something else. Right. So we decided to really profile the stuff that we were doing well and what we weren't doing well. And we came to the conclusion that really what our clients want, they want new customers and clients themselves. They don't want leads. Right. They think that they want leads. Right. In fact, it's worse than that. You know, they're all, they're, they were always on the hunt for what we call magical mystery leads. 
right? Those, you know, those fairy tale leads that automatically convert at high margins with virtually no effort, right? So, you know, we know that that's really a fantasy. So we said, look, what is, what needs to happen in order for, um, for, in order for leads to convert at very consistent and predictable outcomes. So what we did was we identified that it's, it's leads, you know, it's appointments, it's uh, sales preparation, pre pre preparing for the sales. That's easy for you to say. Right. <laughs> and then ultimately to end that cycle is um, after you fulfill on the work, is you want referrals, right? You want an impassioned advocate that will tell friends, family, and coworkers about what a great experience that was. Mm -hmm. So that's where Cyber Funnels was born back around 2013, 2014, is we, we went out, we built our first system, you know, that really creates an experience for um, pool prospect, people, homeowners that are thinking about uh, building swimming pools, right? So but I hear you saying, if I get you right, it's it's basically the life cycle. It's instead of just getting the lead and handing it off and say good luck, you're uh, you're you're sounds like you're nurturing through the entire cycle till you close the sale, and then even after the sale, you're doing stuff to yeah. keep them engaged even after the sale's over. Yeah. So so really, what we do is uh, we create this end-to-end -end system. And what we do is we look at the builders or the renovation companies. We, we find out what their buying cycle is. And then what we do is we build a series of milestones, right? That create this end-to-end -end journey or this experience for their prospects. And, it, and, and depending upon how that prospect um, behaves, once they're inside the funnel, it will take them down different paths based on how they behave. That's called behavioral dynamic automation. Right? Ooh, so, there's a fancy word for today. <laughs> there you go. So what it does, it really creates a personalized universe and an experience for every single person that comes in. The people that believe what our clients believe, they'll go deeper in the funnel and they'll consume more content. The more content they consume, um, that flips what's called an um, a trigger in their brain, which is an internal decision trigger. And not only will they take action, but typically what they'll do is they'll defend their decision for taking action in the process. And as long as the builder can uh, fulfill on the expectations that they set, now you've got that person teed up as an impassioned advocate, mm -hmm. uh, somebody that will pay them the most with the least amount of resistance, somebody that believes what they believe. Right. And that's really the key. Yep. They're, they're much closer to buying. And in fact, they'd almost fight with you if you they if you said you didn't want to sell. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But the interesting part about this is it's not persuasion. It's not coercion. It's not pushiness or pressure. It's creating a unique experience for that person that helps them convince themselves. And it feels like it was their decision all along the way. So one of the spinoff benefits is when you're in a competitive market where you've got a lot of people that you're competing with who really everybody is behaving the same, 
by by differentiating using a a unique experience for your people that can differentiate you from all your competitors so really what you're doing is you're demonstrating you're different you're not saying you're different right what i hear you saying is that if you had 10 pool builders and they were all basically doing the same thing but one of them has a cyber funnels the experience that the prospect is going to go through will make them feel like that 10th pool builder was unique because he has a whole because he has a completely different marketing system is that what you're saying well, if you think about it, Brett, it, you know, for the most part, the industry, everybody behaves exactly the same, right? Yeah. Their marketing is, it's, you know, we're the best, we're the greatest. We've been around since 1776 BC, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's a bunch of platitudes. So not only does that not usually have the horsepower to drive action mold the behavior of your target audience. But worse than that is that it makes you look like everybody else. So if you, and if you are like everybody else, because you're behaving like everybody else, right? What does that tell your target audience? That, oh, 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 I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> I know. Lowest price. Lowest price. Listen, everybody's the same. What are you going to focus on? Let's just get the best price. Exactly. Right. So for those for those progressive builders that understand that in their heart and in their gut, they're looking for a way to genuinely differentiate themselves from all their competitors. So how do you do that? So how you do that is you create a unique experience. You drive your prospects in there and then that experience demonstrates you're different, takes the emphasis off of price. They'll convince themselves that they should pay you more because you're different and you're unique. Mm -hmm. So that's really part of it. And the interesting thing about all of this is that's really what's in sync with today's consumer buying habits, right? The, the old type, uh, you can get away with it, right? But it's changing fast of the old kitchen table sale and you know, breathing commission breath until they buy, <laughs> right? That's, you know, it was effective, but you know, there's a transitional shift that's going on right now in every industry, especially the pool industry. And the more progressive guys understand that. And what they're doing is they're scrambling to try to figure out how to leverage this thing called the internet and turn personal internet devices which people are addicted to, how do you turn them into your best salespeople? So that's really what we've done in this end-to-end -end system and experience is it's really a storytelling engine that helps your prospects or the client's prospects convince yeah. themselves. Right. Thank you. Randy, I want to pull you in on this because you've probably heard me talk before uh, in years past where, you know, I've always said that there's, Three secrets to pool builder marketing. You need a great website that tells a good story about you. You need a low risk offer on that website so that the people who aren't ready to talk to you will reach out and get the free thing uh, so that you can then hit them with some kind of drip marketing automation because not like hiring a plumber. If I've got a leaky sink, I need a plumber now. I don't need drip marketing to, make, to persuade me. I need someone that could show up in the next 30 minutes but selling, buying a pool, whole different animal, 
takes three to six months or more. Uh, nurturing information is good. So I got pretty good at, if I do say so myself, I got pretty good at that. But when I saw the cyber funnel system, I realized that he took that third leg of the milk stool, the uh, milk stool, the automation component, and he's, it's on steroids. It's way above and beyond anything that I've done. He's used, Todd and his team, they're using videos and uh, all kinds of triggers. It's just, it's kind of uh, mind blowing. So, so in fact, Todd, if it's, if you can, without disclosing all your secrets, I'd like to hear a little bit. I, I don't know if you saw the article I wrote, but for example, I talk about uh, using videos uh, to, to nurture and to also trigger behavior, either on the part of the, uh, the prospect or of the salesperson, whether they did or didn't watch the video. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you accomplish that? Uh, well, actually, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll give you a little deeper dive, right? So um, if you could imagine uh, this experience and this buyer's journey, how we set that up is we set it up with a series of milestones, right, inside the system. Yep. Each milestone has a goal that we want the prospect to accomplish, right? If they meet that goal, which typically is consuming content, which is videos and downloads, Mm -hmm. uh, that's very client centric, right? And it's really, it's chapter one. It's, it's content that matches where they're at in the buying process, right? Yep. So um, that milestone or each milestone, it has a goal we want that person to accomplish. And if they meet that goal, they're given access to the next milestone, which we call an advance, right? Mm -hmm. So they advance to the next milestone, so on and so forth depending upon the, the, the cycle that we set up. So, but if they don't meet that goal, which means they haven't consumed the content or taken the next step in the buying process, we have what's called a contingency. The contingency, what it does is it uses automation and a sophisticated strategy to help keep them engaged until they're ready, right? So. A lot of people, they misuse automation. And what they do is they just simply keep repeating the same offer over and over and over again. And that type of an unsophisticated approach where you're just bludgeoning, the, you know, <laughs> you're using point. automation, right? You're using the superpower for evil instead of good, right? You're just bludgeoning them. And it goes like this, you know, are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? Are you ready yet? Oh, no, <laughs> Yeah. Are you ready yet for less? Are you, are you ready yet? Please, you know, are you by now or the terrorists win? Right. So, um, so it's, that's usually how, if somebody is trying to use automation, the process on how to use it. So we use automation in a unique way, but we try to use those superpowers for good that builds goodwill, trust, and the desire to do business. So I think well, Todd, Todd, I think that's why it's ready for 2021 so much. And we've seen the evolution of what COVID and, and the buyer's journey is. Uh, many of these buyers don't want to be attacked by a human being. And, and your system works 24 hours a day. Um, it works uh, to allow clients to binge watch if they'd like to take the journey all in one, you know, the Netflix series. Um, and, and it delivers them down to the point to where they're ready to pick up the phone and make a call. 
So yeah. I, I think that's, that's the benefit is with the artificial intelligence that's in there is it's applicable. It sits there. It's not a, a person that you have to pay in the pool industry. It's built and it carries them down the journey of what the majority of the questions our clients need to know in order to make this massive purchase that they're, they're yeah. about to make. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a big deal. So we, you're absolutely right, Randy, is that we uh, help deliver that person to a point where they can make an informed decision. But more importantly, what it does is it preserves, especially in times like this, where there's an unbelievable amount of demand, where pool companies are overwhelmed with, um, with demand, right? So you have all these leads that are coming in. So the key is how do you sort through those leads and focus your energies on people who will pay you the most with the least amount of resistance and believe what you believe and then filter out the price shoppers and the people that want to cut corners and are not a good fit. So how do you do that? So we, strategically, you can use automation in a way that we're using it to do all that heavy lifting, filter out the people who are not a good fit for your company and really the people that go deep in the funnel and pop out, those are the people where you want your salespeople or if you're an owner operator, that's where you wanna invest your time with the people who have demonstrated they believe what you believe and the people that have demonstrated that they're qualified enough that you should be investing your time. You're, you're talking about self-qualified prospects, aren't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. So you take them through a filtration process. It gets rid of the people. They're not a good fit. They're going to burn out your salespeople, going to fatigue them, frustrate them, right? And what it's going to do is it's going to, you just need to know where to press the button and move the needle. And that's really what this is going to do is it's going to show you where to press that button to really move that revenue needle and focus on the people who you should be focusing your time on. Yeah. Other, listen, if you don't have something that will help to filter that, what you're going to find is you're going to be chasing down a lot of, you know, you're going to be chasing down a lot of prospects and a lot of leads who are unqualified, burn up a lot of gas, burn up a lot of time, and really not getting your business to the next level and driving that growth that you, and taking advantage of this, this really unique time in, in the pool industry. Yeah. Uh, Randy, I don't know if you've talked to other pool builders, but I know I heard a lot of this in 2020 that, uh, you know, the sales guys, of course, they're, they're working six, seven days a week. They're working 12 hour days and taking vitamin B12 shots to kind of keep going. But they, uh, they, uh, uh, but they're wait, sometimes they're wasting time with people uh, who are looking for a $20,000 in ground pool when their pools start at $70,000. It's just a total total waste of time. So I, what, that's why I love what Todd's talking about, because if, if we could get rid of those people that are never going to buy what you sell, well, that maybe that's half of the prospects go away because they weren't good prospects anyway. And so now they can spend their time on the right people. That's what Todd's talking about, right? Well, absolutely. And, and I think, Brett, uh, we saw a case study um, uh, this year with a client that was in Cyber Funnels who uh, you know, took advantage of the COVID, he got extremely busy, and then decided that he really wanted to change his marketplace up a little bit. He, he, he was doing pools from the 70 to 100,000. He says, okay, I'm, 
I want to I want to back down on those. I'm now going for pools for 100 to 170,000. Uh, Todd gets in there, tweaks a few of the buttons, and all of a sudden, what it's doing is it's filtering out again. He readapted it down and guiding the the people that this this client wanted as he headed into 2021. So I go back to where we started. I think 2021 is you need to you know work smarter, not harder. Uh, right. goes along with your article coming up and and this automated journey of not having an individual do it, um, but only turning over high quality leads that pick up the phone and they're, they're ready to buy. They already know about the company. They, you know, they know their bill of rights. They know everything that is, is, is part of the journey and they trust them already. They've already seen the owners. They've watched videos. They've been informed. And, and it's carrying, a, you know, carrying down this, what we call a funnel, but it's actually, it's, it's the journey to purchase this, this backyard well, environment. The, the journey, the funnel, it's the same thing it, 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 because it does kind of narrow down, but it's absolutely a journey through the funnel. But uh, price condition, that's what we're talking about here is getting them adjusted, uh, acclimated to a price so that when you tell them, well, that's going to be about 150K, they don't fall out of the chair and have a heart attack because they've already been preconditioned to realize it. And if they got a heart attack when they were preconditioned, then they, they, disqualify themselves and don't waste your time. So another, another, another aspect of this also is that 80% of the questions that every homeowner, homeowner asks when they're thinking about either building or renovating a pool are exactly the same, 80% of them. Then you've got about 20% of those questions which are variable that are unique to their particular situation. So unless you've planned ahead in a way that you can answer those same questions over and over and over again, right? That's gonna create a lot of fatigue and that's gonna burn up a lot of time. And those on-site meetings aren't going to be as productive as they need to be. Or you're gonna shortcut those questions and not give that person the time and the attention that they deserve. And that's going to affect your ability to bond and convert them into a new client. So what part of what this system does is we organize all the content to answer those 80% of the questions in advance of the salesperson or the designer getting out there. So now that first time visit depends on if you're on a, on a, an AB sequence or a, uh, just an A, you know, closing sequence, you know, with your company. And you teach that, Brett, in your in your consulting gig. So um, we can really help to make that first encounter a lot more productive, and um, that has a big effect, positive effect, on reducing fatigue on the on the salespeople, and also increasing the conversions. Yeah, you know it's interesting. I never thought of this, and, and gentlemen, forgive me for taking us slightly off track for a second, but. Todd, when you're talking about 80 to 90% of the questions, everybody asks the same questions over and over again. It reminds me that most of us probably know Marcus Sheridan. He's very well known in the industry. He's famous for releasing a book uh, last year called They Ask, You Answer. And he's demonstrated great success at his company, Riverpools, which was every question that they ever asked, he wrote a blog post to answer the question. Now, this was 10 years ago. And 10 years ago, when he, or even more than that, but when he did that, well, that made his website very powerful and it was a great lead generating engine. Made perfect sense. And the book makes perfect sense. But what I've just realized now, listening to you, Todd, is that you've taken that concept 
of they ask, you answer. And uh, not just on the website, but you're doing it now, you're doing it through the funnel in a very engage, uh, enjoyable way, watching videos and whatnot at their leisure. Like like, like Randy said, on uh, on New Year's Day, he works 24 hours a day. So while Todd is out cleaning pools on New Year's Day, people are at home enjoying the, uh, the sales funnel for Todd. Yeah, you know, and you're right, Brett, because if on New Year's Day, your objective in 2021 is to build a staycation for your, your family home, you need to be available. And you know, in sales, you have to be available. So, um, you know, that's, that's why having access, getting them 80% down the road in the journey and answering the questions. And anybody that's ever sold a pool in their life knows that they have these boilerplate answers because you have answered the same damn question over and over and over again. So our listeners that ask the masters, you know, you, you can stop that. You can save the time. You can take New Year's Day off and you can still be selling um, when you're not there. You don't even have to hire an employee to do it. I think that's that's the uh, it, it advantage is they ask the answer. Marcus Sheridan says Marcus was on the show, um, I think, uh, about six months ago okay. and, and uh, you know, went through the steps. But this is an automated way to move your client on down the road 24 yeah. seven until they just pick up the phone and are ready to call. Get them to a point where they, yeah, where they're there, they can make an informed decision. That's ultimately what you want to do is you want people who can make an informed decision, right? So there's different models out there, right? For how to accomplish that. You know, one is if it's handled manually, You've got some sales styles that get people emotionally elevated and excited, and you can get them to take action and make a decision. But what happens is in a few days after they start coming down off of that emotional high, right, they start feeling foolish for making a uninformed, spontaneous decision, and they're either going to try to cancel or those are the people that are your problem child. They're going to make you pay right? Their therapy is they are going to be overly critical on every step because they feel foolish for being uh, pressured into making a spontaneous decision. Now, the other side of that is you've got another sales style of people who are more on the rational side of the brain versus the emotional side. And it's just the facts, ma'am. Right. And those people are, yeah, I know everything makes sense, but there's something inside of me. It just I don't want to do it, right? So those are the people that you have not been able to get to take action. Those are the, you know, they, they won't take action, that other sales style. So what we try to accomplish with the psychology that's built into a lot of these videos, which is steeped in the NLP, which is neuro-linguistic programming, a lot of the, the latest neuroscience to keep people engaged, flipping brain rhythm, is that we want to, definitely elevate the emotional state of the person as they're watching the videos by creating a looking glass for their imagination as to what their life is going to be like after they take action. So that's an important component that you can really drive home with motion graphics, B-roll images, and video. The other side of it is we deliver a lot of fact-based information that also appeals to the rational side of the brain. And when you do that, you have a complete sales process that now people will take action. They feel like they can make an informed decision. And again, as long as you can deliver on the expectations, 
right? Then you've got that person teed up as an impassioned advocate that will tell their friends, family, and coworkers about what an unbelievable product, but more importantly, what an unbelievable experience that they went through. And that closes the loop, that generates the referrals, and that fuels your system. So Randy, it's kind of like that thing that you had on your website that I saw that that flywheel, right? That's really, that's what that is, is that generates momentum. And listen, pool builders and contractors, you have to do this, right? You either have to figure out how to do it yourself. You have to find somebody that uh, can do it for you, hire a marketing director. These metrics in this type of a system where you put X amount of dollars in, you get Y amount of customers out in Z amount of time consistently, those metrics are your intellectual property that will become an asset of your company and will create a solid foundation downstream when you want to have some kind of a liquidity event or you want to sell this business. If you don't do that, if builders don't create that, those metrics, those customer acquisition metrics that lead to predictable outcomes, that's going to affect their ability at some point to sell that company and have a successful exit. Wow, right there. Brett, I don't know how we can wrap it up any better than, uh, than uh, where, where Todd left us off here today. Uh, we've got many, many more podcasts, I think, uh, with both of you guys coming up as we head into 2021 and we try and figure out how this market is going to handle out. Uh, Todd, can you tell everybody how to get a hold of you if, if they in fact want to get a hold of you? Yeah, so they can visit cyberfunnels.com. That's plural. Uh, they can go there. They can see an, a little five-minute intro video that uh, gives a little insight into what we do, how we do it, and why we do it. Um, my email address is todd at cyberfunnels.com. And my direct line, if anybody wants to have a conversation, is 727-565-3800. Be happy to hop on and share any insight or answer any questions for anybody who's curious. Fantastic. And as well, if you've got my contact information or Mr. Brett Abbott's uh, contact information, uh, we talk to Todd on a regular basis. Feel free to reach out to any of the three of us. On behalf of all of our listeners, Todd, thank you. Brett, Mr. Abbott, always good to see you. We shall see you guys soon. I sure appreciate your time. Mm -hmm.